0: Hey Jacob.
1: I got a question for you.
0: What's up?
1: What do the spiritual trial of a cynical literary agent and the fight for equitable working conditions by the mother of Christmas herself have in common?
0: I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this week, I watched Three Days, 2001.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this week I watched Mrs. Santa Claus.
1: And now it's time to make
0: The The Movie Connection.
1: here we go welcome in everybody ho 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 and all that other nonsense come in take a seat grab some cocoa some marshmallows you know a all, get all this. cozy yeah get a cookie come on yeah go ahead grab the gingerbread yes i know bite the head off i know how it goes <laughs> welcome in everybody this is the podcast the movie connection christmas edition Woo! and this is a podcast where you know in an effort to broaden our individual movie horizons, and to just remain connected in general, we decided to connect over something we both really enjoy. Movies! Movies! And so each week we assign each other movies to watch, usually that we haven't seen before, and then we sit down, we watch them, we discuss them, we review them, and we try to figure out, hey, is there any connective tissue between these two different movies?
0: Any at all.
1: Anything. Anything, like, even if they already have a connection, which this, like, past four weeks, yes, there is a loose connection. Uh, A little holiday that, you know, happens every December, you know, it comes around and uh, usually actually starts basically in November.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure in November.
1: Um, But yeah, you know, they call it Christmas. Christmas. And uh, yeah, we've been having a good time working our way through like all the different levels of Christmas movies. We had some Christmas tangential movies. We've had newer Christmas movies um, that you know are, are fine. And then we have these movies. And then yeah, we had a special surprise for you coming up next week. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Meantime, you know, we got three days over here from two thousand one. I think there's a few movies called Three Days. There are and sometimes it's a matter of it's like is it the number three did you spell it out right roman numerals you know yeah um and then you have mrs santa claus right Uh, Mrs. claus you don't want to confuse her with any of those other clauses out there
0: most definitely not
1: so yeah and starring r.i.p dame angela lansbury so had to get this one in there um these are first for both of us like yeah it's first time for me watching three days it's first time for you watching mrs santa claus yeah mrs santa claus is pretty fresh for me i had heard about it but i never got around to watching it until more recently and uh yeah really glad i did and that's why i wanted to assign it to you and in three days
0: yeah never heard of uh mrs santa claus before which is crazy because i love angela lansbury i feel like i've seen a lot of stuff she's in um so crazy
1: yeah and it's a tv movie so that probably has something to do with it probably um and i think it's it's somehow associated with hallmark i'm not sure how oh Uh, interesting yeah and uh and then you have three days which has an interesting story to it (laughs) when it comes to you casey
0: yeah I, and I, I have more to the story now that I've watched it too. So ever since like we got smart TVs and ways to pull movies up um, that weren't pirating, um, you know, when I stopped watching cable for the most part, I, I had looked through like, you know, all the Hallmark movies I've watched and I can't find one that like stuck in my brain. And I'm sure you heard me talking about it last Christmas season as like this Hallmark movie that I sort of remembered, but I didn't really remember. And the catalog of Hallmark movies is so giant.
2: Yeah.
0: But I remembered specifically that the wife died
2: Uh
0: as a result of something the husband did.
2: Okay.
0: And somehow she was brought back to life. Like, that's what I remembered. And he was trying to make things right. And so... I will say I do think that in my brain I got it a little bit tangled with another movie, too. But this is the one. I finally found it. Yeah. I was so relieved. And I actually pretty much remembered the whole thing, which was kind of bizarre.
2: Yeah,
0: um, I don't know why this is like a core memory movie for me. Because yeah, it's right. not remarkable. It's oh. kind <laughs> of just weird. Um, <laughs> but <Here>. this
1: <laughs> Fucked up. Um,
0: super fucked up <laughs> yeah I don't know why my brain like holds on to this and says like this is Christmas um, <laughs> but it does uh, so yeah I was relieved to find it and I was relieved to watch it
1: yeah
0: I have questions hey. about it
1: Questions. Mm. and also
0: like there's just so there's such a large weird side fan base just like me That, like, had seen it on, by the way, it was on ABC Family. It wasn't on Hallmark. Right. And there was, like, a lot of people that I found in the reviews on IMDb that were, like, I have looked for this movie for 15 years. I couldn't remember what it was called. I couldn't remember what network it was on. And now I found it. And I'm just, like, why does this like movie do this specifically because i always look through reviews and comments and stuff and i feel like i've looked at a lot of christmas movie reviews and i haven't really seen that but this one specifically if you scroll through those reviews like over half of them are people like me who like remembered this movie but couldn't remember what it was and then found it and they were like woohoo we found it
1: that is the trouble with some like they're yeah, we have so much stuff available now, but there are going to be, there are things that are still working their way into the, or back into the public consciousness, sort of. Totally. It's like, oh, we're finally getting around to these movies. Yeah, I can't track down certain things sometimes, uh, which is kind of cool when it finally shows up, because it's like, oh, finally.
0: It is because good when it finally shows up. It's also so weird, too, because it's like, so, in some ways, like when you were just watching regular cable every year they would play some of the same movies. So it's like, maybe you didn't see that movie every year, but you saw it like every couple of years, you know? And you're like, oh, I know this movie. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we've moved away from that completely. And now we have just like so much to watch,
2: Mm.
0: so much available
2: Mm. that it's really
0: hard if you didn't like have a photographic memory and didn't remember every movie title, it's hard to remember stuff, you know, from when you were a kid.
1: And, like, yeah, like, the Aladdin animated show, I have fond memories of that show. And I can't totally. believe it is still not available on Disney+. Plus. It's a crime, in my opinion.
0: I agree, if, and so do so many other people. There are a lot have of people everything who about, else. about it. It's
1: like you have gargoyles, you have Little Mermaid TV show. Not hating on the Little Mermaid TV show, but it was not as great. good quality as Aladdin.
0: Definitely not, yeah.
1: Um, uh, had some great episodes, though. I love the episode with the black, um, deaf girl who, like... So good. Yeah, it's such a good episode. Um, oh, man. Yeah, something, uh, something, uh, When You Wish Upon a Starfish, I think, is the name of it. Holy shit. Anyway.
0: Um... Amazing. So, anyway,
1: but, yeah, so there's things like that, where these gems, like, you still can't find them. Like, I just think, so I have this, uh, Christmas movie I've been wanting to watch for a while that has Whoopi Goldberg as Santa Claus. And i <laughs> on, you got to see that, and like it's not available anywhere. You can only get it on DVD. So I might bite the bolt and actually do it this year. I keep waiting though. It's like, come on, like somebody's got to. Somebody's got to stream thing. it. Yeah, somebody's got to pirate that shit. I mean, like, you know, like you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stand by it. Crazy stuff, but. So uh, that's awesome. And so you finally got around to seeing it. Would love to hear more about your revisit uh, because, yeah, I had feelings about it. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah. So I so first of all, to find this, by the way, I had to look through every single Hallmark ABC Family and Lifetime movie titles from the 90s to the early 2000s because I knew that that was the time frame it was in okay. and then I was googling each of the names to read synopsis of yep. each movie until I finally figured out which one it was so that was okay. time consuming yeah um I felt like a detective
2: yeah
0: uh I turned it on I did watch the trailer by the way to make sure it was the right one before I assigned it to you and I was like oh this is definitely it this has all the weird shit that I remember um
1: remember the trailer or something like playing and I actually might have caught the end of this at one point but I never totally. watched the beginning to end because yeah you remember something like "I oh, will give anything it's like anything
0: anything and then he <laughs> unlocks the door that is like a core memory for me
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um the angel is like somebody that I recognize from a lot of different things this might be the first thing I ever saw him in though
1: He's a big, I thought I recognized him, but I really don't know him from, like, movies or, like, he does, he was in Saturday Night Live, and I have seen him in, like, bit parts, I think, but nothing major. Oh, Mean Girls was the big one, I think.
0: Yeah, Mean Girls for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it. Like, that's the big one. Yeah, Uh, he's,
0: he's good, though. Uh, Yeah, revisiting it, though, I was like, okay, they just hop right into it. And man, this husband is such a douchebag.
1: Oh, oh, yes. Yes, he is. Let me talk. About, hold on. Let me do my synopsis thing. Do your synopsis.
0: Yeah. Three days
1: in the cutthroat cynical business of the written word. High powered literary agent Andrew Farmer is seeing great success, but it doesn't leave much time to spend with his upbeat, multi-talented wife, Beth. Who like has every job on the plant? Like what the fuck? Is, what does? What when does she have downtime? She teaches yoga. She has time to harass the Santa Claus. She <laughs> she,
0: she, she sure gotta, does. Uh,
1: isn't she a teacher too? Like what? The yeah. Fuck? Okay. Uh, multi talented wife Beth, who is who he has known since his childhood. When a great up-and-coming author is brought to Andrew's attention, he arranges a meeting, along with his ambitious assistant, and goes so far as to considering having an affair, but has a change of heart right before the phone is answered by said assistant, and Beth is on the other end of the line. Upon returning home, a distressed and uh, rightfully furious Beth decides to leave Andrew and ventures out into the cold, only to be tragically killed by a vehicle while attempting to rescue a I-put-stupid-dog-and-then-crossed-out-stupid-stupid-dog. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: Fucking dog.
1: Devastated Andrew is given a chance to relive the last three days with Beth, thanks to the intervention of Lionel an Angel. <laughs> Though, Beth, like, nothing more to say there. That's right, I said it. Angel. Though Beth is destined to meet the same tragic fate, Andrew is willing to do whatever he can to prevent that from happening. At first, his attempts to please Beth are met with a bit of skepticism. But with with time, Andrew's genuine love starts to show through. But will it meet the standards of Lionel and his superiors? Or is the whole thing a sick, twisted fantasy disguised as some spiritual conflict within Andrew? You be the judge. (laughs) oh my god okay
0: (laughs) what were your thoughts when you were watching it
1: well first of all it opens up perfectly crazy i was like oh good if it's a movie all about this i'm game i guess because this Mm -hmm. like this santa like understandably like yeah he wasn't there wasn't a lot of oomph in his ho 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 you know you don't want to see that but she takes it upon herself to be like, come on, man, like, get into it. And it's so foresight. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, I got it. Like, you know, it's so crazy. But I like this actress. She's from Sex in the City, right?
0: She is. She also guest starred on one episode of Friends because I know every single actor that's ever been on Friends. Yes. She played Joey's girlfriend for a day. Which one? She was the girl that Joey was going to stand up. Like, he was, like, they dated for a day. They went on one date, slept together. And then Rachel and Phoebe intervened, and they were, like, no, this is, like, your girl. And then he Wait, started to really like her. And then, no, not her. Not the puncher. A puncher,
1: not the puncher.
0: No, she was only in one episode, and she, yeah. like... They made it seem like Joey like
1: really started to really? fall for her
0: and then she was like, Oh, I wasn't really looking for anything serious.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, right. So it's like, damn it, Phoebe and Rachel. Like, why do I listen to you? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Right. Okay. And cool. everybody that was watching it knew that she wasn't gonna stay on it because like she's from Sex in the City, which right. was filming at the time. So
1: Totally. So it was cool to see her. Like, I knew I recognized her. I never watched that show, but she struck me as, like, one of the—oh, it's an ensemble. Like, one's not really better than the other, I guess. Like, people have their favorites.
0: Yeah, she was definitely, like—I haven't really watched *Sex in the City either. It's not exactly my jam, and I've tried to get into it as an adult because it feels like it should be my jam. Yeah. But I just can't—I'll try again, maybe— I should because I feel like it's made for someone like me, but I just
2: well, it's a time and music period.
0: and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a lot, but anyways, uh, out of all the actors, I really, really enjoyed her like a lot. Yeah.
1: She's really yeah, great. Yeah. So she was good, and then I've never seen this guy. I'm and I'm I'm probably tempted to avoid any movies that he's in, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through no fault of his own. Like he's doing a decent enough job, I guess, but. No, like, yeah, the character's a douche, and you convinced me of it, so it's similar to, like, the Bradley Cooper thing. Guy might be really nice, but might I, be nice. I can't get past the. To me, I just see douchebag, like, you know, and I just can't get past it, and I think we're all guilty of that, like, you know, you can't help associations with certain people sometimes you know
0: sometimes like certain characters and bradley cooper is one of them for me too where i'm just like i just feel like he's an asshole and yeah. i have no proof of that and i know people like to work with him so he's probably not an asshole but right. he any character bradley cooper plays i feel like is an asshole, even if the character is not trying to be an asshole.
1: exactly i never like yeah his leading men, like, are never, like, very wholesome. Like, I never get, like, warm fuzzies from the guy. Like, you know? Right. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. And so the same kind of vibes from this dude. But this guy, I think, in real life does a lot more theater work, maybe. Oh, okay.
2: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, he's although
0: yeah. he's not a very good singer. He's not terrible. Uh, he, do- he did a lot of Broadway. And then it looks like he's done, like, um a lot of TV as well. He did, like, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Wayward Pines, The West Wing, Bones, The Mentalist. So, Designated Survivor, so.
1: Right. I would never know none of those shows. (laughs) None of that is for me. (laughs) West Wing? No. I gave it a shot. Sorkin, great, but dated, eh. I
0: feel the same way.
1: It's uh, at 9-11. I
0: I really like Sorkin's writing. Yeah. So good.
1: And that's great, but no, it's too 9-11-y. Aren't we great? Like, no. Nah. Yeah. Nah, nah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but anyway, what, so anyway, like, yeah, thoughts on it? Like, it was bonkers enough to keep me engaged, because I'm like, oh, my God. So many moments of, oh, my God. And, like, I mean, when Lionel shows up, comes through the door, stuffing feathers into his shirt, I'm like, oh, this is nuts. I love it. Yeah, like,
0: what the fuck is happening? Um, That's yeah. actually how I felt too. It's crazy that this came out when I was nine years old.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: I probably watched it when it premiered because this is, like, a pretty hazy memory for me, so...
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know what... why I connected with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't... I,
0: I genuinely don't know why. I think she's, I like her and she has a lot of qualities that I like. I like that she's busy and she's so cute and charming.
1: Oh, yeah, she's great. Her he's ter- a
0: bad man, though.
1: Yeah, he's terrible. And uh, and frankly, I love the whole spiritual guide trope. Like, you can have a lot of fun with that. It can also be stupid, of course. Like, we've had plenty of stupid spiritual guides, you know, the... Sure guy who pops in to give you advice or whatever and then pops out um lionel ranks pretty low he's and the actor playing lionel is kind of phoning it in it feels like to be like he's like he's he's not fully invested um sure. and uh right and the hair i love the hair but <laughs> it was a choice and like because i don't i don't know um so funny and odd and uh and lionel kind of a shitty spiritual guide at the end of the day i'm like this is a fucked up lesson y'all are doing
0: it truly is and that's like another thing that sort of baffled me when i was reading through the reviews after watching it was people saying like this movie embodies the true spirit of christmas mm-hmm. and i'm Christ- like
1: christian said that
0: and I'm like, well, what what is that message that that you should almost cheat on your wife and then have a change of hearts?
1: Well, and it's like saying like, well, you put your life on the line. All right. I guess we're good then. Like, yes, Also I that.
0: that I don't like so this
1: like quip pro quo, this like tit for tat situation where it's like, well, she gave up her life. Would you be willing to give up your life to save them? It's like. This is a trap. That's a trap question. I'm not here for it. Like, I don't like... <laughs> I don't care for and it. And also,
0: like, I don't want to tear it apart totally, because I did really enjoy revisiting it, but when he was in the hospital, and they were like, he doesn't have much time left, and they let her into the room, it looked like he was already in the morgue, first of all. That was not a normal hospital room, like, so that was weird. Yeah. And then when he flatlined, like, they didn't even try to resuscitate him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And only
0: one doctor comes in. Is that one crazy? doctor very calmly puts yeah, her stethoscope right. up. I'm sorry. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then leaves her in there alone. Yeah.
2: Right. With this yeah.
0: flatlining body. She didn't yeah, was- even try to like, you know, and she didn't say anything about him having like I, I don't mean to get technical, but she didn't say anything about him having like a do not resuscitate or you know, like there are certain situations where they won't try to resuscitate you, but every doctor like has an obligation to try to resuscitate you as long as you don't have one of those things signed. Yeah. So that was so weird. Like yeah. what a weird choice
1: for sure. yeah, oh, God. like yeah. So what about just... the
0: little girl that was in the ice cave that that the tunnel and then <laughs>
1: This raises a question. This is this is where I thought it was going to, like, branch off and, like, kind of be cool and Doctor Who-ish. Because it's like, Lionel's there. I'm like, wait, this something's going to be about this. Because, like, we're in a different timeline, sort of, because Beth is alive. He was never going to come here. That kid was never going to be saved. So, I was like, oh, but since now she's alive and that... She saved that kid. Is there going to be like something where it's like, oh, yeah, right. Um, but no, that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> it, yeah, was it was just so an weird. excuse to be like, angels are waiting for you. Thanks, kid. Thanks.
0: Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, this is so, it is so weird. And it's so weird that I was drawn to this, like, really, it's a drama.
1: Yeah. Normally,
0: I really like a rom-com, like heavy on the comedy. Did
1: I call this a rom-com? It is not a rom-com. I
0: don't know if they do, but normally that's what I lean towards. And then when I watched this, I was like, this is for sure dramatic. There's like barely any funny parts. Really what was funny was like me laughing at some stuff that wasn't supposed to be funny. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they were going for serious and... Failed. No, it's it's just so weird and clunky in parts, and the fact that I'm glad they did. I would have they again would have gone even further with like literary agents are basically Hollywood agents. Like it's the same thing. Yeah, we got a sexy writer. It's like really like c- calm down.
0: <laughs> I did enjoy like the continuity sort of of them like having him and that girl that he was gonna fuck. Um, talk about how they ran into the writer at that other, and they couldn't convince him, and then him and his wife run into her. I was like, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. They somehow got it. They still got it in.
2: They figured yeah, it out.
1: So uh, Bunker's movie, a uh, lot of, like, what-the-fuck moments, and, like, yeah, the concept alone is just, like, yeah. Sort of bizarre? You not, not here for it. And the conclusion, like, oh, we good. Like Merry Christmas, you gave up your life. Just kidding, you're alive. It's like that's a really fucked up lesson, man.
0: Yeah, it's a really weird lesson.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: May- the Christmas spirit is in this movie. Uh, let's let's hop into some Q and A. Yeah. What did you think of the fantastical elements of this movie?
1: Not enough. Like yeah, he has these stupid little again, Lionel, spiritual worst spiritual guide ever. Like he has I'm,
0: I'm gonna cross off the next question, which was as far as movie angels go, how does Lionel do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not good. Nicholas Cage's angel is way so better. Much better. Than this guy. <laughs> it's just so I just felt like it again, it's it's more the fact that it was phoned in like another actor or something could have had just had more fun with this, maybe you're going for that like kind of oddball like spiritual guide character and some of that's there but for the most part he was very like kind of stiff and like just getting the dialogue out and everything totally Um and I mean he's from Saturday Night Live so you'd figure you know somebody's gonna have some fun with it um, he
0: also was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine by the way
1: oh nice nice I haven't seen a lot of it but yeah mm-hmm. um, I have. yes you have uh, but you know he has the one moment with the lighting of the tree, which that whole moment was weird because the ma- like Mary's like, sorry folks, there's a defect in the system. It's like that's bullshit. That thing's gonna be lit up. But I yeah, was- I
0: definitely thought it was gonna be one of those situations where he's like, everybody cheer to give it some Christmas spirit, and then it will light by itself, exactly. and then the angel lit it, and I was like, well, you missed a fucking opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. And then just the little touch with the tucking the feathers in the shirt, I love how that never comes up again. Like while they kind of bring it up, where it's like I'm not taking my wings out or whatever, it was just so unnecessary. And like you don't, I don't know, like because it's happening in front of this guy. Wouldn't that guy? What? what, I would be like, what are you? What's going on? Yeah. Just. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So. But not
0: enough fantastical elements.
1: Yeah, just, yeah. You're going to have
0: them do it more.
1: Yeah, I think so. And it was just maybe too Christian-y too, like where it's hard line. Like, well, they never say the G word, I guess. So that's good. Yeah, Uh, they didn't
0: pray or anything. And they didn't talk about Christ or Jesus. So I really don't feel the Christian element to it really, except for the idea of like forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Which like, you know. I think everybody sort of has, but that's another thing about this movie that I don't understand why I like, liked it because like, I don't usually like films where people break up and then get back together.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: to me, I really hate it in movies where divorced couples get back together.
2: Yeah. because right.
0: just Like, no, like if you divorced, you're divorced. Like, <laughs> you know? And so it's weird that I thought, Oh, this is good. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. But I did.
0: Um, I have no real idea of why this movie struck me so much as a child. Do you have any movies or Christmas movies like that, that you like remember really strongly and then you watch it and you're like, why?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I do. I feel like I had that recently. What was it? Nestor the long-eared donkey. Okay. Um. (laughs) For sure. Uh, hmm, yeah. Something that's harder to digest looking back on it now. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the Barney Christmas movie. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It gives me the feels and everything, and that's a comforting thing. But watching it as a movie, I'm like, kill me.
0: <laughs> I love it
1: that snowman I was worried for the little girl okay I'm just like I don't trust that snowman like, <laughs> when she went back to get her scarf alone nobody you went were just
0: her. like don't do it don't like, do don't do
1: you, don't snowman you be nice like <laughs> be be a snowman such a bonkers movie that one um yeah some that don't age as well uh the like uh, what was it um Rudolph's shiny new year I remember loving that thing and then realizing, no, this is crap. Like,
2: isn't it
0: weird how our memories, like, sort of play tricks on us a little bit?
1: Yeah.
2: Right? Right?
0: Right? <laughs> um, do you think that Andrew is going to stay a good person after the credits roll?
1: Uh huh. I mean, Like no. do you think like, they hate Andrew? Like don't we? Like Andrew sucks. Like it's back to what was the decom that was like? Oh, he just sucks. No, it was uh, <laughs> Step Monster. That's it. It's like yeah, Preston sucks or whatever the kids. He sucks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But uh, no, no, these these types don't change, especially like he's keeping that job, right? Um
0: Keeping the assistant or co-editor, or whatever the fuck she is.
1: Whatever she was. I did say assistant. Like you know, I don't know what she was. Kind of an was umbrella she? term. Um, and that was interesting, too. Again, something you probably wouldn't see in a Hallmark movie, right? Where, like, they show them going into the room. And, like, she's, like, making herself presentable in a very awkward and, like, not accurate way. But, you know, like.
0: Yeah, for sure. And same with, like, even the, in- like, insinuation that him and his wife go and have sex before she leaves to go find the dog at the end. Yeah. That's like true. we didn't see it, but even insinuating it is not something that Hallmark would do for sure.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. He's, he's yeah. Sitting on the edge of the bed shirtless and everything.
0: Like she doesn't have pants on.
1: That's right. Yeah. So yeah. She's really literally cute. wearing
0: underwear. So
1: yeah. 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 So in that way, it's kind of not like, I'm glad it didn't feel too Hallmarky. Like it kind of yeah.
0: It didn't have it's the same level of cheese a Hallmark would have. But a Hallmark know. movie would never tackle adultery.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Which, yeah.
0: I don't think that they would.
1: They don't want to acknowledge that, yeah. That
0: it is a thing,
1: right? Businesses. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so in that way – and, I mean, this guy didn't technically cheat, but he so emotionally was, like, unavailable to his wife and was available to this other person
2: and was was such a
0: douche. And then he did such a 180 in the matter of a day and was like, I'm going to be the perfect husband for three days. And I'm like, oh.
1: Yeah, that's wrong. See, and, again, like, that doesn't sit well with me either. It's like you – I didn't know how much I loved her until I lost her. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. And you're an asshole. Like, you know, like.
0: It's like one of those things too that like, sometimes that messaging kind of bothers me a bit. Is like, oh, you don't realize like what you have until the person's dead. Yeah. Like, right. and also is the message like, oh, you should appreciate every second of every day because you don't know when they're going to die. Cause that's like a lot too yeah. you know like you're allowed to feel upset at people you're allowed to you know
1: yes of, not yes.
0: appreciate them every second of every day even though you know obviously you care for them or whatever
1: right for people yeah 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 Totes. so mm-hmm. i always
0: struggle with that kind of messaging is like yeah i agree to a point i guess you know yeah Awesome. Well, now it's time for our favorite questions. Favorites? Favorite performance.
1: Favorite performance goes to Kristen Davis, of course. She's so good. Followed by, so I really didn't like a good portion of these characters. We spent a lot of time with the core three, just, uh, yeah, Andrew, Beth, and Lionel. Um, but I actually really liked Mr. Harrison, the hotel owner. Or he hotel was so
2: owner. good! Yeah. And
1: that's Cedric Smith. Like, one of my favorite moments is when he's like, ah, yeah, you all can have the, hold on, yeah, the Jack Klugman suite. And I was like, who the fuck is that?
2: <laughs> um,
1: uh-huh. And it, I looked him up. I was like, who the, Jack Klugman, looked him up. He's an actor from the 50s who was also frequently on the Twilight Zone, including one of my favorite, no, my favorite episode Whoa. In, in praise of Pip and he also went on to play Oscar in the TV adaptation of The Odd Couple, so actually a good actor who I do know so I was like, that's but so cool it's so funny where it's like, I didn't know the name I know the face kind of thing a lot of those Word. older actors that tends to be because it's like, yeah, there's too many of them um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like who the fuck is this guy, old man like, who are you, like, nobody's gonna know who. Th- oh, I like this actor like, oh,
0: I like him. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: It's actually a good name drop, you know.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, favorite scene.
1: Favorite scene. That was hard. <laughs> Very difficult. Um, uh, but I landed on you know the pitch meeting with Leo Burton because of how bonkers it is. Like, listen, man, you're gonna be the next Jack Kerouac. Like, I see movie deals. I see this. It's like. Calm down. And then even the shots of the kid, he's just, like, very unenthused. And, like, I think. I have to ask my mom. Yeah, I have to ask my mom. (laughs) Accurate writers, man. Yeah.
0: Also, like, he's like, you're going to. I know so many writers that ended up on the streets. It's like, what? Like, (laughs) I mean, that's legit, probably. Because, you know, until you make
1: it. writers are notoriously unmotivated and hard to, like, yeah. No, I I would not wish the agent type job on anybody yeah in charge of a writer. Fuck that. <laughs> <I know>. Right. <laughs> but
0: yeah, awesome. And favorite quote?
1: Favorite quote. Uh, again, really difficult. <laughs> um, but it was uh yeah, between Lionel and Andrew when yeah, like I said, after he has tucked the the feathers into his shirt, you know. It's like, oh, let me guess. You want to see wings, right? Is that going to do it? Because it's not going to happen. It's way too ostentatious. And it even had, I'm like, wait, I think I know what that word is, but let me look it up. <laughs> Where it's like ostentatious. So kind of like a bragger, like it feels very braggy. Like, oh, I need to unveil my wings be- because I'm right. a And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> so yeah. I, I like that.
0: Awesome. And what would you rate it out of five stars? Five Christmas trees.
1: Five Christmas trees. I guess I give it a two. Because the bonkersness did keep me engaged, and I liked being able to lord my judgment over these characters.
0: (laughs) It is like a weirdly... Like, for it being a Christmas made-for-TV movie, like, most of the acting is good. Yeah. And, like, it's written better than a lot of them. I think that they didn't, like, maybe flesh out as much as they should have. Or maybe they should have changed the messaging. But, like, it didn't feel cheesy. Right. Right? right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I agree with that. Two feels right.
1: Two feels about right.
0: Um, would you rewatch or recommend? No,
1: no. no. (laughs) I can't bring myself to do it. Like I was like entertaining the idea, but I'm like, no, I would watch a Christmas wish before this thing.
0: Oh, I love that. That makes me happy.
1: Still holds up. Like I need to check out naughty and nice. Like. It's weird. Like, I'm not warming to this genre. It's definitely not a genre I'm going right. to explore too much. But I will have my select movies that I'll check out. And I'll know very quickly if I'm going to want to stick with it for the runtime or not.
0: Totally. And I like that you like that actress, too. Yeah. She's great. There's another actress that does another movie that I could recommend that you might not hate. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not this, but, you know. I had yeah, to find yeah. this, and I'm glad I found it, and I'm glad we talked about it, too. Yeah. Uh, would you reboot it?
1: Reboot it? No, again, like, just uh, the whole concept is just wrong. Like, you it's know, so this, this idea that, yeah, like, somebody dies, you bring them back to life, and, like, and I kind of wanted them to stick to their guns, where it's like, no, she's going she's to dead. Die. Like, she's she, dead, bro. Like, yeah, she died, like, you. I think we do need to accept, like, God, the, you. Sorry, you you don't bring people back to life. Like, it it's never happened. I don't think in the history of. Don't come at me, Christians. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. It's never in the history,
1: funny. history of the world is it a thing. Like, you can't do it. You know, and that's why. Like, I'm sorry. I do kind of conscribed to that messaging where it's just like no this is it this is what you get like and yeah if you have regrets you will continue to have those regrets
0: right you need to live with them
1: need to live with them yeah
0: work through them in therapy
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: awesome
1: bingo one down one go
2: let's do it
1: yeah tell me tell me about this uh... mrs
0: santa claus
1: this is Santa Claus.
0: Which, by the way, anytime I spell clause, I yep. spell it like the Santa Claus, which is clause. It's clever because, you know, it's a clause and a contract. Yep. Anyways, I That's fucking always thing, spell it wrong.
1: That movie, yeah, that movie fucked up a lot of kids that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I never can spell it right now. But, anyways, um,. In the early 1900s, Mrs. Claus, played by Angela Lansbury, yeah. is feeling lonely and neglected by a very busy Santa Claus. She decides to test the new route that she created and takes the reindeer for a flight. Mm-hmm. Bad weather hurts the reindeer, and they are forced to land in New York City.
2: Mrs. New Claus- York City! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry.
0: Mrs. Claus goes incognito as Mrs. North and befriends some kind neighbors, and together they fight worker abuse and women's rights in this musical Christmas movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not an exaggeration either. Like, I was, yeah, blown away by that. I was like, oh, this is some progressive shit.
0: (laughs) It's like weirdly progressive, and especially if it was in fact made by Hallmark.
1: I, right, I know. That's why I'm like, people keep uh, putting the Hallmark name in front of this and stuff, and I'm like, are you sure? Because, are you sure, though? Because I hate to, like, but I, do, I don't know. I think they... I don't know what I'm trying to say. They're conservative, so it's kind of hard for them to swallow this concept of, like, you know, a woman in charge, is the child labor laws of it all, like... <laughs>
0: right i don't mean to be an asshole but it's not something that i would assume was made by them
1: yeah it sort of
0: feels like another abc family one
1: yeah more so Mm -hmm. Uh because it doesn't
0: feel like a hallmark or a lifetime of any of the times because i have by the way watched hallmark and lifetime movies since i was a child and they Mm -hmm. all have a sort of flavor to them a sort of tone if you will
1: I could see like this is kind of theatrical and it is cheesy like but Definitely but cheesy. Like, like schmaltzy though. Like in the the all the the messaging all that stuff is all very positive, you know. Totally. Like North is a very positive person, like, you know.
0: She sure is. She's so lovely.
1: So great. Um I was blown away uh, by the progressiveness of it all. Like you said like there's feminism going on here and there's Workers' rights? Like,
0: <laughs> it's so bizarre, but labor? I love it.
1: And also, like, I love how they can't ever fully, like, get into the fact that, I mean, this is child labor, like... Yeah, you
0: know. they never fully touch on it. She's just like, these children are hard workers. And I'm like, they shouldn't
2: be They shouldn't working. be working. Like, <laughs>
0: but... <laughs> But Maybe back then, I guess it was time. super, yeah, super common for kids to work back then.
1: Yes, yes, true. Um, yeah. So this was a great discovery, though, because and it's also a musical. I didn't really, I didn't know it was a musical. I think. Um, awesome. And this is full blown musical where it's like overture, like musical it's numbers. It truly is, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised, like, I thought this would have gotten, like, the off-Broadway or the Broadway treatment, honestly.
0: Yeah, why didn't they make this into a stage play? It would have been so good.
1: I'm sure some, like, local shows have, you know, something sure. like that. Like, done it themselves, which I would be very interested to see those. Because, yes, this has a great—it would make a good musical. Yes. Um, let's get into some Q&A. Let's do it. So, right, we kind of touched on this, but um, is this a feminist film? Yes. And what's the feminist messaging going on that you can pick out? Well, first and foremost, I mean, the focus is Mrs. Santa Claus.
0: Right. Um, I love the messaging around Mrs. Santa Claus. Mrs. Claus, I'm going to call her because I don't like to. Put I, know, the I know. Name. Um. Even though his name's not Santa, so I guess it's fine. Um yes. she feels like she's not front and center, like she's like secondhand to everything he's doing. He won't even let her read kids' letters. He, you know, he really just expects her to make his cocoa. Um yeah. and he feels like she's being neglected and ignored.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um all the toys have been made so she's like i don't get why we can't hang out you know and uh so that's like one of the big feminism things is like her saying well i have wants and needs as well
2: yeah. and they're
0: not being acknowledged <laughs> and then we have the very awesome uh hold on i pulled her name up sadie who yeah. stands on her soapbox and yells at everyone. And right I there. like, I just like adore her so much. She's so, so great. <laughs> um, I, I love gonna,
1: I thought they were going to go more, like I was worried at times that they were going to go like, yeah, I mean, sure, she's on the right path, but also like, don't do that. Like, you know, don't be like her. Like, you know.
0: I was worried they were going to do that too, especially with the reaction of her mother, also, like, by the way, not to pull away too much from the feminism, which is definitely front and for center of this movie, like, almost all the main characters are female. All the male characters really take a second place. Yeah. Um, but I love that they had, like, immigrants. Yes. And they really talked a lot about immigrants and their place in America, which I appreciated a lot because... America was built by immigrants, so
1: again, so progressive for this because this was a '90s or '80s movie where it's like okay, 90s, yeah. Wow, we were like good, yes, acknowledging the fact that yeah, America is composed of immigrants, I and guess. to have
0: such a big name like Angela Lansbury like behind that message is really lovely.
1: That made me happy too because it's like oh, you know, she you know she would not she would not do things that she doesn't believe in. Like yeah.
0: Truly, yeah. Especially something with such strong
1: like yeah
2: opinions.
1: hmm Totally. Um and I was glad to see I thought Mrs. North was again gonna come down more on the, the mom side or more skeptical, but no, she and she's a little bit, but then is totally won over by and it's like, no, she's right. Like, yeah, she's she's right. Yeah. Um So with a name like Hallmark, you expect it. Yeah, we did talk about this. Maybe just wrap it up. You expect a certain quality of Christmas movie. How does this fit the archetype? How does it do something a little different?
0: I think it's really different. I actually had no idea it had anything to do with the Hallmark name until we started talking about it.
1: Maybe specify a little more about. So what is that Hallmark thing? The Christian elements.
0: I think that Hallmark has a formula, uh-huh. mathematical formula that works. And and they've been using this formula for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Whether it be a drama movie, a mystery movie, a romance movie, it's like person runs into problem, meets other person to help them solve problem, falls in love with said person happily ever after.
2: Yeah. Right. Like okay. that
0: that's how it works. White, white, <laughs> heterosexual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, until recently, like, I'm super stoked that they're doing a gay movie. Like, I think that's so wonderful. Yeah. Can't wait to watch it. I'll definitely be supportive of it. Yeah. Um, You know, I think that in some ways they're trying to move forward a little bit. But
2: little I think it's going to still bit.
0: fall in the formula. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well. You know, and usually there's, like, small town and... Yeah, right. And just, like, I think I've talked about this before, but, like, just, like, the lighting and stuff is different in Hallmark movies.
1: It just always um, is so lit. Like I, It's so
0: bright. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know it's supposed to be nighttime there, but it's so, so yep. bright. Yep. <laughs> and so right. this feels really different in the ways that, like sometimes it wasn't super well lit sometimes it wasn't like and definitely with all the progressive messaging yeah
1: right. it
0: didn't feel like uh, it, it would be a hallmark movie at all and also sometimes i'll say like probably one out of every 10 hallmark movies has some sort of like nod to religion
1: yes right um i don't think we had any in here
0: well, they did talk about Hanukkah a little bit. They talked about being Jewish, okay. um, which was cool. It was the feminist girl that said, like, I know a Jewish girl making a Christmas speech is crazy or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's nice. I'm, I appreciate right. that. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Um, yeah. So I think this really doesn't fit into that flair of the Hallmark, at least so, what they've become. I will say, like, the 90s Hallmark movies maybe had a little more grit to them. Maybe – Felt a little different, but I could always still tell I was watching a Hallmark movie, you know.
1: Yeah. Did they ever do musicals?
0: No, but there's sometimes Christmas singing Mm. in their movies in the same way that there was in the Three Days movie.
1: Yes, right.
0: Okay. But definitely not like a straight up musical like this one.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, did you have a favorite song number in here? I mean, can we talk about the musical aspect of it? Did you think it was a good musical? Did
0: it? Uh- I enjoyed it. I love musicals. I'm the type of person that I, like, really want to get a season pass to see all the different plays that come into Portland. Like, that's a lifetime goal of mine to have. Yep. Um, because even if I haven't heard of it, I usually, like, totally enjoy watching a play or a musical. Yeah. Um so, I'm not hard to please in that scenario, I guess is what I'm saying. But I enjoyed that this was musical. It felt really fun. And it it kind of added like a, like, you sort of felt like, oh, like, kind of Mary Poppins-ish. Like, kind of Bedknobs and Broomstick-ish. Like, it sort of just felt like it was part of this era, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, and I like. It felt like it was one of those made in a studio movies, took place totally. on a soundstage or something.
0: Yeah, which again makes you feel like, oh, they missed an opportunity by not like turning this into a stage show. Yeah, man. it would be so great for that. Um, yeah. I think my favorite song was the whistle song. Yeah, yeah, loved it.
1: Yeah. Same, because it, and something about like, because they both get to have their moment and they're both on the same page. I love their relationship at that point. Me too. Really upbeat song. And there's the, it's actually, it's a pretty long song, it feels, because they have like a whole kind of play within a play situation. And then the the guy shows up, you know, and they have a whole moment where it's like, oh, no, no funny business. Sorry about that. I like, you. Yeah, So gets, cute. Yeah. Um
0: I also love that girl, by the way. The little girl. Yes. Uh, Nora. Nora. Um, she's great. I actually, like, recognized her, and I was like, I know her. And then I looked her up, and I was like, oh, she's from, she's Lily from Grounded for Life, which is a show awesome. I definitely watched back in the early aughts. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, she's just, like, totally a teenager in that show, but... I did recognize her and I was like stoked to, it was kind of cool to see her in this after yeah. seeing her as a, you know, teenager playing in something. So.
1: Yeah. Heck yeah. Awesome. Um, oh, so this features Angela Lansbury. What do you think of her? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh. I love her and I have a certain level of nostalgia for her. Because when we would when we were growing up and like if you had a sick day, you watched Murder Price is Right. Oh yeah. You watched Young and the Restless. Yeah. And then you watched Murder She Wrote. Yeah. And that's like, so I have like so many memories of watching her on television in Murder She Wrote, which was essentially like a little murder mystery television show um if you haven't watched it you should check it out because it's awesome um and so i feel like she sort of is like one of the figures of hollywood that raised me if that Mm. makes sense yeah like you know when you think of people who influenced you a little bit like she's one of them obviously Mm. i love mrs potts from beauty and the beast Um, seriously so good so good
1: yeah she does
0: yeah she did she's such a lovely she was such a lovely woman
1: and i didn't grow up with bed knobs and Broomsticks. it came a little later in the game i guess yeah
0: bed knobs and broomsticks definitely definitely was something we watched for sure mm-hmm.
1: once we discovered it and it was just like what the heck this is great so good Mary, who
0: <laughs> for real that's how we felt yeah,
1: yeah. i would i and i kind of i'm well, I need to actually sit down and watch Mary Poppins, the original. I've not done that in forever. because But I do remember as a kid, you liked it. But at the same time, you're like, it's really boring.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mary Poppins, I have such a weird relationship with because I did enjoy it. And I have fond memories of it. But the songs annoyed me in a way that like Small World annoys people. Yeah. And what's weird is Small World doesn't annoy me. But like some of like the the Mary oh, Poppins songs, like Chim Chimney, like that will get on my head, and it will be on my head for like days, and I will just be so angry about it yeah. that it takes all the enjoyment out of it.
2: <laughs>
1: right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, good stuff. Angela Lansbury, He's she was so a lovely. real one. and yeah. Uh, R.I.P
0: r.i.p the world Stop. definitely like lost a beautiful soul
1: big time um this uh Angela Lansbury gives her take on the Mrs. Claus um let's talk about you know the Mrs. Clauses through the years and you know kind of shocking that there haven't been a lot
0: yeah I kind of was looking into this to try to figure out, like, who my top Mrs. Claus were. Right. And I was like, you know, Mrs. Claus is this character who has been vastly underrated, and we should absolutely be exploiting that right now and making a kick-ass Mrs. Claus movie or two. I'm
1: saying, like, that could be, that would be a take I'd like to see, where Santa's always played as the wholesome guy. Let him be that, and then Mrs. Claus is the one who, yeah, kicks some ass.
0: Like, Kick some I mean, ass or does some scheming. Like, right. there's so much that there's she can of, do.
1: There's so many directions you can go with it. Yeah, like the the Santa Claus pool is kind of used up. Let's let's broaden it up. Let's open it up a little bit. Or uh, yeah,
2: like
0: make a movie about how Mrs. Claus is this like, like they could play up the feminist icon thing too. Like, you know, there there could be a lot of different things they could do with her character.
1: Vastly underutilized in movies. Like that's the other surprising thing. There's so many like Santa Claus and Christmas movies, but you never like yeah, Mrs. Claus just never yeah.
0: Matters as much.
1: Yep. And uh, now I have noticed there she trends more and more these days. Like some households, like you know, they go see Mrs. Claus. There's Mrs. Claus, whatever story times. There's what all. There's more featuring Mrs. Claus now. So that's good. We're on the right track. So let's show it in movies. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but you're right. There haven't been a ton. I found like a top ten list. And even that, it was like they overlooked. They still overlooked some Mrs. Clauses. Like, I think Goldie Hawn is uh, Mrs. Claus now, right?
0: She is, but I haven't seen those movies yet.
1: Yep, me neither. I need
0: to watch them because I really love her. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll enjoy it.
1: And Kurt Russell, so yeah.
0: Kurt Russell's so good. They're such a lovely couple.
1: Um, I would have to say though, uh, you know, Angela Lansbury takes it right. She is the best Mrs. Claus, like clearly. Yeah. Like right. Hundred percent. So she would be my top. Before Angela Lansbury came along, I probably would have said, and she's not in. She's an animated character, but. I liked the 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 Mrs. Claus from uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus.
0: That's my number. That was my number one before but, this, too. Yeah,
1: right. And that was voiced by Shirley Booth, her name was. Yeah, that was my Mrs. Claus. Like, that's who I thought of.
0: Me, too.
1: Who I heard.
0: And I also did, like, the Santa Claus is Coming to Town Young Mrs. Claus. But that was, like, before she was really Mrs. Claus. She was kind of her own person,
1: which is probably yeah. why I liked her. But right.
0: definitely the year without a Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus is the best one.
1: Yes, yeah, totally. Other and than
0: I, Angela Lansbury now makes that top three list, too, because she was right. so fabulous.
1: Um, honorary mention will go to Miss Debbie Reynolds actually played the voice of Mrs. Claus in a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie. It was called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, cult, semicolon, the movie. Um, and it was made yeah. in 1998, and she does a really good job. Debbie Reynolds, like, yeah, perfect voice for. Oh, Mrs.
0: I Klaus. love her. I, I wish we would her.
1: have gotten a live action Debbie Reynolds as Mrs. Claus, honestly.
0: That would have been so great because then we would have gotten a Halloween movie from her, yeah. a Christmas movie from her.
1: Exactly. So good. Yep, yeah. yeah, totally. But, and then, uh, so just to kind of mention some of the others on this, because there was only a list of, there's only like one list of ranked top 10.
0: I know, and I searched the internet, by the
1: way. Like, there's no list for that either. You'd think, again, with the internet, it's like people are coming through TV shows that feature Mrs. Claus movies. But from what I'm gathering, it's like, I guess she just isn't around. Um, Except in these like 10 movies. One of them was from, uh, the adventures, uh, Grim Adventures of, uh, something or something. I forget the name of the show. Um, but Grim, Grim Adventures, um, and it was oh. an anime show. And in that, Mrs. Claus is actually a vampire. So it sounds kind of interesting.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm going to add that to my watch list right now.
1: Right. And it's just, and it's like a TV episode thing. So, you know, nothing big, um, yeah, and from there, like, people actually mentioned the Mrs. Claus from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the original, and I'm like, she wasn't that cool. All she said was eat all the time. I'm like Eat! Eat. Eat! eat. <laughs> then just a quick mention of, so our villain here, what did you think of him? Actor-wise, all that good stuff.
0: Um, yeah, he was great. And, like, what a good person to hate somebody that's like exploiting children <laughs> uh, for labor.
1: Yep. And whose motto is, um, what is it? It only needs to last till Christmas.
0: It only, needs to, yeah. And also, like, uh, I didn't love his reasoning. Oh, I'm evil because my brother took my toys, so I didn't want anyone else to have toys.
1: <laughs> right very uh very (laughs) freaking uh kind of weak um motivation for a villain but it it just it works in the realm of the movie like we don't yeah we don't want a guy that's too evil right like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. like, bad enough the dude's like exploiting children like you know so totally um i thought and i just really thought the guy was he's clearly like theatrically trained and theatrically like talented great musical guy like I would have loved I would love to see his uh, theater work or something yeah but right I really got a kick out of his performance um nice that we also got a little redemption arc as half-assed and quick though it was it was so it was fun
0: <laughs> it was it was good
1: <laughs> um okay I think we have finally come to the point of favorite questions favorites all right Casey Tell me your favorite performance. Well,
0: that goes to Angela Lansbury. Dame Angela (laughs) Lansbury.
1: Yeah, shocker.
0: (laughs) She's so fabulous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then honorary mention?
0: That actually goes to Deborah Wiseman, who played Sadie.
1: Okay. Yeah, great.
0: I love her character so much, and she really sells her. So, love that. Love any feminist icon of that time period that I can find, so...
1: She's not, like, again, like, in this time, your feminist icons were always, like, portrayed, like, their hearts were in the right place, but they're always, like, overbearing or, like, you know, annoying or something like that. And this one, they played with that a little bit, but at the end of the day, people were, like, supportive.
0: Totally. Yes. Loved her.
1: Uh, Favorite scene?
0: Um, I loved we sort of talked about it a little bit earlier, but I love the stage show musical scene with the whistle song. Like love that whole thing so much. It was so fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I also really did love the women's march as well.
1: Yeah. And hell hell yeah. I've I feel like I've seen images of Angel Lansbury uh, with that sign and stuff. Good shit. Oh, yeah. So
0: good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Talk about inspirational! I bet. Yeah, that was a good day of filming. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite quote?
0: Uh, it's actually by Santa.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah.
0: There's always the naughty ones with the bad handwriting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this Santa, by the way, played by I think Charles Durning is the actor's name um this actually isn't his only time playing santa really um, i was surprised that like most um are i should say there aren't a lot of like guys that get to do santa multiple times in movies or something and when you do it's usually because you know you're one of the good ones ed asner got to play santa a lot right um, john goodman's done it a few times stuff like that um but uh, this guy, yeah, he's done it a couple times. The other time was in a TV movie. It's one of those for me, similar to your Three Days story, where it's like I remember it. I don't know what it was called, but I know the plot details. Yeah. Where a little girl who wanted to see her dad, who had to, who was being forced to play piano on Christmas Day, like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of all things, and she goes on the bus somehow, and yeah, runs into Santa, and yeah. And yeah, he plays him in that. So interesting. Love it. So, yeah. Um. Cool. So let's see. All right. Out of five stars, how many stars do you give, Mrs. Santa Claus?
0: Four and a half stars.
1: Hell yeah! It's got to be up there. That it's so good. So
0: good. I cannot Definitely. believe it took me this long to watch it.
1: In my rotation now, like for sure, like so good. In the running for top 10 maybe Christmas movies because it's got, it gives you the Christmas feels.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: Um, would you rewatch or recommend?
0: Yes and yes.
1: Like, is it working its way into your rotation? Would you like pass this movie along to yeah, your, for ch- sure. your children's children where it's like, we're watching this.
0: Totally. I will say it's not hard to make it into my rotation because basically at the end of November through the end of December, all I watch is Christmas films. Um,
1: Christmas watching Christmas movies?
0: Like basically like Christmas night, maybe the next day I still might watch one. Really? Hmm. I love Christmas mostly because I just like all the feels that it gives you and I never want it to end and then like halfway through the year i haven't ever done it but i have been very tempted to start doing christmas in july because it's like
1: what's wrong well
0: because it's too fucking hot excuse my language but <laughs> that's the only thing that stopped me although i will say every july we always end up watching christmas vacation so oh. That Because that one does not feel like it's out of place in that time that, period. So,
1: because it's a staycation kind of movie. So, yeah, that's it's good. great.
0: Yeah, if we go, when we go camping, we almost always watch it um, on the projector outside. It's so fun.
1: Now, do you, would you reboot the, I mean,
0: how could you though?
1: Oh, well, yeah, yeah. but you know, it's another opportunity for, well, yeah, right. Well, actually, no, because, yeah, Debbie Reynolds is gone. Yeah. Who the fuck is going to play <laughs> Mrs. Santa Claus? Yeah, Julie
0: Andrews, but she she doesn't have as much of a voice as she did once. Right. I don't think she
1: sings anymore at all. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think she does a little bit still, but yeah, she had vocal surgery.
1: Right. 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 Julie Andrews, that actually is a decent choice. I would watch that. I don't know. It it, it needs something. It like feels
2: I, like it would
0: be wrong to reboot it, though.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Maybe in five years, I might not feel the same way. We're still so fresh off of her dying.
1: Yeah. True. Oh, right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that would feel wrong.
0: It just feels really fresh. And I just can't think of a person that I could think would fill her shoes right now. But maybe in five years, like
1: going to hit season. the roof when I hear about the Murder, She Wrote reboot. Oof.
0: Have you t- heard about the Frasier reboot?
1: How is it? Like, it's literally just Frasier. Like, right? Because yeah, he's
0: a- like, he's like yeah. stoked. He's like, cool, this is the show I wanted it to be. And I'm like,
1: really, he Kelsey? He's coming back. He's passed away.
0: And the guy that played Niles has...
1: He's coming back
0: said he is not coming back but at least they did offer him to come back I guess
1: Well, they did wow when he chose not to oh what the fuck <laughs> maybe Kelsey right. Grammer's uh not that great to work with
0: maybe he's a diva
1: yeah maybe I don't know crazy um all right so, uh, oh, so that was the reboot question. So yeah, that covers both of our movies, right? So I think it's time to make the k- k- connections. Let's do it. <laughs> the Christmas
0: connections. Okay. The Christmas connections.
1: Chess ponds,
0: clock, matches, all physical objects man-made. Small in size,
1: light in weight. It's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of of what?
2: Our connection. And so, we are all connected in the great circle of
1: life. So, I mean, one thing I... I mean, these were both made for TV, so there's yes, one. Yes,
0: that's one I had as well.
1: Uh, what else?
0: Uh, both women have neglectful husbands.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, I wanted I wanted something there. I wasn't sure how to articulate it, but totally right. Santa yeah, Santa very yeah, kind of both in the similar way. Santa, I understand it a little bit more. I mean, he got a lot going on, sure uh, and he's less douchey than than Andrew.
2: he's still
0: not the most sympathetic santa. like I don't not love at all. that santa
1: and right, and it's it is kind of surprising that he got multiple treatment, right? cause I'm like, I don't know if I'd ask him to play Santa again,
0: <laughs> yeah, like he looks the part, and I guess he sounds the part in in a good way. but like, okay. And I know that it's probably like direction, but I hated when the elves did that stupid little dance for him and he like didn't even smile at them. I'm like, they have nothing to do with your wife being gone, bro. Like look
1: at what they just did. That was was impressive shit.
0: Yeah, they did like flips and popped out of a present and (laughs) (laughs) that
1: took a lot. A lot of
2: prep.
0: You're just so rude. He wasn't jolly at all.
1: Yeah, kind of in that vein. Both have grumpy Santas who learn to cheer up because there's yes. there's a Sant like a brief little Santa in uh, three days.
0: Yeah. That guy looks like a good Santa.
1: He'd look like a good once Santa. once he
0: was cheerful. Yes. Um. Both have tiny and thin excuses for a Christmas tree in them.
1: Oh. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I notice noticed
0: that in both.
1: Nice. Okay yeah some people try to pull off the scrawny christmas tree look
0: all for them yep good for them
1: it it yeah it doesn't feel right yeah
0: i am like all about like a full good smelling green tree like that is what i want
1: wow those poor trees i'm sorry guys (laughs) wow I'm sorry sorry, Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. Wow, you hate on that tree? Hmm.
0: I know. I'm not in this one and only way. I'm not like Phoebe, where she's like upset when the Christmas trees are getting killed. And I'm like, uh, oh
1: no, make room for the make room for the good ones. (laughs) Make room for those balsams. Oh, do you, uh, this is too much, but do you have a, a specific, so like fur versus oak versus a? Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Also?
0: I like grand furs the best.
1: Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it.
0: They have the most like pungent smell. I don't have a grand fur this year. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I have a Douglas fur this year and it's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Grand fur is so superior though. <laughs> but it was, like, triple the money, and I was not willing to – I did not want to spend a lot of money this year, so.
1: Getting bougie with our Christmas trees over here.
0: We, like, used to live out in the middle of nowhere, and we lived really yes. close to this Christmas tree farm that yep. had, like, some trees that they just let keep growing. And then they would have you cut them down and then just cut what you want off of them. So you might cut down, like, an a 10-foot tree and then only – cut six feet off of it like you sort of make a tree out of the tree kind of situation and they always had grands there and they were always only ten dollars so I always got a ten dollar grand for a tree and it was the best thing ever and then they went out of business they sold their property and uh the new people didn't want to deal with Christmas trees which I understand Totally. And now it's like I want grand trees, but they're just too expensive. They're more than ten dollars in real yeah, places. Really <laughs> inflation.
1: Dang. Um, continuing with connections, we got children in peril in both.
2: For sure.
1: <laughs> um, we got the kid fucking on, that poor kid. <laughs> Guys, get off of the fort! Like, got, you hear her? Like, get the fuck like, off!
0: Come the fort. on! Off. So stressful. Yeah. Uh both have men that have to learn what life is like without their wife to appreciate their wife.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Dang. Um da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, A uh, cynical businessmen who come around in the end. True. Andrew's a businessman and miss er, I forget the the toy uh, man. Yeah, the toy maker, yeah. Cynical toy maker guy. He has a little, yeah, redemption arc and all that. Anything else?
0: That's all I got.
1: Perfect. Well, that takes care of that. And if you enjoyed either of these movies, um, we do have some uh, movie matches for Mm you. But look at this nice thing though we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. So, if you enjoyed, if you happened to enjoy <laughs> three days from 2001, 2001, uh, <laughs> you might also enjoy uh, Holiday Switch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you seen that one?
0: That's the one I refuse to watch. That's the one holiday. with the, the one I watched 10 minutes of twice. Yep. No, that's yep. the Princess Switch.
1: Yeah, you're right. I
0: don't hmm. know what the Holiday Switch is.
1: Okay. It's a Wonderful Life. That's Similar perfect. scenario where it's like we're playing with mysticism. We got an angel. We got, you know.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And then I haven't seen this movie uh, but Nicolas Cage is in it. The Family Man.
2: Oh my god. I love Nicolas Cage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you do.
2: <laughs> He's so great. Hmm. Love him. Awesome. Well, if you liked
0: Mrs. Santa Claus, you might like Miracle on 34th Street. Nice. One Magic Christmas, Maybe. which I have not seen, uh-huh. but looks like it might be fitting.
1: That might be the one with Charles Durning, Maybe. Anyway. And the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus, of course. Because, by eight.
0: the way, there is, like, literally no... Movies about Mrs. Claus. People get on it.
1: Santa Claus 2-ish.
0: I know. (laughs) Notice how I didn't say it.
1: (laughs) Uh, I know. Yeah, you mentioned the Santa Claus. Not the second one. And she didn't even make our rankings. Damn. Did you say Harry
0: Stanton? Is that what the name you said I said
1: Charles Durning.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there's some guy named Harry Stanton in it. Oh, got it. I don't okay. see Charles burning. Oh. Um, yeah, it's I. I was bummed by the second Santa Claus. I don't know if they just waited too long or what.
2: Yeah. But like,
0: I only ever, when I do my rewatch every year, I only watch the first one. Yep. And our sister watches all of them, and I'm like, good for you.
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> good job. Good job. Oh. Well, two crazy movies. Well, now I think it's time for some recommendations. Yeah,
0: or movie matches. Oh, we just did those. I'm sorry. I'm tired. (laughs) You guys, send help or coffee. Uh, (laughs) Recommendations.
1: Yeah. I think, oh, we're actually sharing this one, I guess, because
0: we are. I have a second recommendation, though.
1: Oh, okay. But we did both see this awesome movie, just came out, and you might still have time to see it. I don't know, they fucking, they get rid of movies so fast now, it sucks. Yeah. But uh, it's called Violent Night, starring none other than our Mr. David Harbour. I always, yeah, want to say Gilmore, Pink Floyd. Anyway, uh, (laughs) David Harbour from Stranger Things, as Santa, as a badass Santa Claus.
0: Like, shockingly good? I thought that I was going to not like his Santa Claus. And I actually was sold on his Santa Claus. And then he was also a badass Santa Claus. There were so many things to like about this movie.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, it literally is, like, Home Alone meets Die Hard. If you like both of those movies... This is the movie for you.
0: I think their marketing might be off a little bit.
1: Yeah. Little because
0: bit. like I remember seeing and I thought it was going to be sort of this like thriller horror type genre of a yeah. movie
1: literally just setups of like, okay. And then Santa kills these people.
0: Yeah. And like, I talked to a coworker today and he was like, Oh, is that that horror movie with the guy from stranger things? And I was like, well, it's actually really not a horror movie. And then I described it in the same way you did. I was like, well, it's really like home alone and die hard. And he was like, well, I want to see it now. So I wish they would have like, maybe showcased that a little more because it's so good. And it's it's one of those films that like that will be added into my rotation for sure.
1: Yeah, this I think it's yeah, like I don't even need to watch Die Hard anymore because (laughs) I would much rather watch this because it's got the added bonus of it's Santa Claus. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I love I realize like the Santa Claus movie, the Santa Claus thing is one of my favorite aspects of Christmas. Yeah,
0: of course
1: any Santa Claus stuff like yeah. Yeah, so good. Which is perfect for the movies we're watching next week, but we'll get to that after. Casey, what's your other recommendation?
0: Um I want to recommend a TV show that I just watched recently called Big Boys. Um it's a British television show. It's it's about a gay comedian a, a comedian in real life named uh Jack Rook. Okay he he sort of does this like almost biographical style television show um where he talks about his childhood of like losing his dad and coming out as gay yeah and like going to college and all of this stuff happening at once and like the people he meets along the way and it's just really lovely and really really like shows friendship Mm. in a way that i haven't seen in a lot of tv shows in a long time yeah. Um, super recommend it it's called Big Boys and I'm trying to see what it's on huh? I don't know big what it's boys.
1: on you're playing with the big boys playing with and the big
0: boys playing with the and it's very funny too obviously it was written and directed by comedians, so like there's a lot of funny shit that happens for sure but I love it because it's one of those shows where it's like you're laughing you're having a good time and then when that the heavy shit hits, it hits you so hard that you start crying and you're like, I can't believe I'm crying right now. (laughs) It's like that kind of level. And it's really hard for TV shows to make me feel both level sides of that extreme, you know?
1: Totally.
0: Yeah. It's great. Big boys,
1: big boys. If you have recommendations that you would like to send our way, you can do that by sending them to our email.
0: Movie connection podcast at gmail.com.
1: Or you can, or, well, not or, also and or, (laughs) you can follow us on Instagram
0: at The Movie Connection, all one word.
1: Or you can follow us individually, me at Jacob Bean Watson,
0: and me at Casey
1: Schwartz. We've got a Facebook, like, we got.
0: Find us on iTunes.
1: Yep. Find us give on us iTunes. Rating. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Maybe give us a little rate and review. Mm-hmm. Uh, that most appreciated. And, uh, yeah, so now the time has come for us to tell you our big Christmas movie. Well, like, yeah, this is going to air pretty much on Christmas. So, yeah, these are the Chris- the Christmas movies for this. The uh,
0: Christmas this movies.
1: Yeah. Um, we wanted to talk about like animated movies. We didn't get a chance to do that last year, and uh, the animated Christmas movies are just as relevant and awesome as the live action full length feature ones.
2: Mm-hmm. We're
1: gonna talk about our favorites and just talk about the Santa Claus factor of it all. These both are pretty heavy on the Santa. So Casey, I'm yeah. gonna have you are. What are you gonna have me? Let's have you go first. Let's go chronological.
0: <laughs> Love it. I'm going to have you watch Santa Claus is Coming to Town.
1: Great. This is like, yeah, one of the staples. Like, you're always going to see this in a package with Rudolph and Frosty, probably.
0: Oh, so good.
1: Um, And then I'm going to have you watch The Year Without a Santa Claus, which I believe, is the sequel to that. So.
0: Perfect.
1: Perfect. So, there is
0: an order to watch, these then.
1: Yeah. And I'm very excited to talk about both of them. Like, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna put me right in the Christmas mood, so. Me too, I can't wait. Tune in then, everybody, and uh, take care, and drive safe. Bye. Bye.
0: Just... Oh. Match, all physical objects, man-made, sporting size, right. It's
2: the collection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of Of what? Our
1: connection. So, we are all connected
2: in the great circle of life.